All right, it is Saxophone 107.2 on the line at the moment. I've got a very, very, very happy gentleman at the moment. Uh, his name is Professor Stain. Uh, he is part of the engineering department at the University of Pretoria. And the reason why he's a very happy man is because last night, uh, Professor Tuana Kupe, uh, the VC and principal of, at, at the University of Pretoria, was able to unveil uh, the plaque that uh, officially opens Engineering 4. Now, if you haven't heard about Engineering 4, Engineering 4 is a very, very interesting project uh, that uh, has got many, many different people uh, doing many, many different things. We're going to get to that in a second. Professor Stan, how are you? Mike, I'm very well this morning. Thank you very much, and thanks for the good introduction. We are indeed very, very happy and fortunate this morning. Okay. Perfect. Um, all right. Before we chat about uh, engineering four, let's let's chat a little bit about the um, ab- ab- about the year that you've had, because obviously education in South Africa has changed, and education around the world has changed. And at the University of Pretoria, especially in the engineering department, um, there have been quite a few COVID concerns. There've been quite a few things that you've needed to adapt to. So, so first things first, if you could just give us a, a quick indication of, of of how the engineering department uh, has done over the last year in terms of COVID. Mike, I think it's a very important question to start off with. Um, yes, 2020 was not the way that anybody planned it. Uh, but I think if we look back at UP specifically, we can be pretty proud about the fact that we managed to almost finish the academic year by now. The few uh, students who are still fortunate enough to have the opportunity in this week to finish the exams. And obviously, as you guys will know by now, we suddenly moved to a totally online lecturing and assessment mode. Yes. Which in some ways was really good. Uh, a lot of the, uh, the lecturing part, I think it uh, put more emphasis on students on really working themselves and understanding their work and arranging their own timetables and doing things like that. That's good. But I, I do also think we missed the opportunity to really engage with students. Really sad for me, for instance, that I have never seen one of the faces of my students this year. Yeah. And and even for a lecturer, I must uh, must be honest with you. If I cannot see my classes' faces, it makes life very difficult to lecture because you yeah. cannot really see. Do the students understand you? Uh, are you missing them or so on? So things were difficult. But I think if we look at the overall results. For the first semester, as well as what I've seen for the second semester, we have actually managed to, as a group, lecturers and students, do pretty well. I think for context, it's also important. We we are in uh, constant communication with our colleagues internationally. And and UP is doing as good as the good universities internationally. And I think that's good for our students to also understand that it's not a case that the rest of the world got everything managed and sorted out. And South Africa doesn't know what we are doing. At UP, we are on par with them. So, guys, what you experience over here is pretty much what you would have experienced in Europe and the U.S. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I think we it's a good point to be at at the first day of December of 2020. Yeah, absolutely. And and we we were privy enough to 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 see some information. Um, that, uh, that 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 states that we, as the University of Pretoria, are, are one of only two universities in the country to be able to finish their syllabus before um, before the end of the year. Everybody else has 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 has, has spilt over into uh, into January. Exactly, and and again, it, it's something to be to be proud about, sort of on the one hand, but it's something to also be extremely thankful about. Yeah, uh, because there's a huge number of students and staff that. Uh, put in a lot of effort to, got us, to get us to this place. Yeah. And, and I think that's something we, we should never forget. It's, uh, 
it's a lot of hard work by a lot of good people. Absolutely. And that's appreciated all around. Um, Professor Stan, you mentioned earlier that you're talking to international, uh, your international peers and your international counterparts. Um, one of the one of the major concerns that's come out of of education in South Africa at a at a secondary level, not necessarily a tertiary level, but one of the major concerns that come out that that, that has come out of South Africa at a secondary level is the um, is the quality of education that some schools have have gotten, um, and what that will mean in the in the long run. Is there is there an international concern that because this year has been so disruptive, they, they, there are certain modules that are going to need to be repeated in certain courses? Or, or at, do, are you fairly confident that, that, that engineering is, is, is okay to carry on um, like you would at the level um, of, of, a normal, of a normal school year? I, I think um, I will not be honest if I say that I'm not concerned at all. Okay. Uh, because, again, the, the same type of story, uh, the guys that are in matric this year, uh, we communicate with some of them also. They also had a very difficult year. Yeah. Um, and you guys will remember that when you were in matric, you thought that it's the biggest exam in your life. Uh, and it's important sure. and big at that stage. Um, and if it's as disruptive as this year... Some schools manage to get things right very well, but some other schools are just unfortunate and despite very hard work by their teachers and parents and the uh, children, they did not manage to get everything done. Yeah. So uh, I think it is a challenge for universities for 2021, for sure, to make sure that uh, our first years are actually up to speed and that they, that they can uh, adapt to university life in whatever way it uh, will look like in 2021, as quickly as possible. Yeah. Which is always a, a big challenge and a big jump from, from school to university. So I do think um, all of us will have a bit of a challenge to start up 2021 in a positive way for, for these guys. Okay, perfect. All right, that's enough about the negative stuff. Let's talk about the positive stuff at the moment. So last night, um, last night you 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 uh, launched um, along with the engineering faculty at the University of Pretoria and and a whole group of other people who we're going to get into in a little bit. Um, but you launched Engineering Four. Now, if you haven't seen or heard of Engineering Four, uh, it's it's an extremely impressive building. Uh, I was I was lucky enough to be at the launch there last night. And uh, if you've driven past. Um, if you've driven on the N4 past the Gateway McDonald's, uh, you've seen this big orange building that has been constructed over the last two years. And, uh, and, and Prof, I, I just need to say how, how, how world-class everything feels in, in engineering for. Oh, sure. And, and, uh, I mean, it's, it's easy for us to say it's world-class, but I can tell you this morning, one of the benefits of COVID, there are some benefits, is that we were forced to live stream the event. Yes. Um, actually, for the local guys, that uh, we could only host so many, but that immediately gave us the opportunity to live stream it to colleagues internationally. Yes. So uh, after the launch last night, I got messages from colleagues in China, Europe, the US, that all came back and said, wow, this is absolutely world class. And these are colleagues that uh, we've, we've kept them up to date with what we are doing over the years. Uh, but they, they all unanimously came back and say, this is a absolutely world-class facility. So it, it's not only us that think, uh, think like that. Yeah. And, and it's important to appreciate that uh, in South Africa, in Pretoria, at the University of Pretoria, as a student, you've got access to a world-class facility that's not only looking at road-building materials and so on, 
but also sort of pushing the, the limit on things like uh, uh, transdisciplinary research. So, for instance, uh, we are sitting here on the northern side of what some of you can still remember is called the Proof Plus yeah. uh, campus. Currently, we like to call it the Innovation Africa at UP campus. Uh, but we are working not only with engineers, but also with uh, the plant scientists, also with Fabi. Uh, we are building sensors for them. We are collecting data together with them. Yeah. They are doing projects with us. And I think that's, for me, one of the major transformational issues about a an idea like Engineering 4.0. Yes. That it's not only a laboratory in there. Yeah. It's hard to allow people to think differently. Yeah, for sure. Um, I just want to, uh, if, 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 if you're listening to this and, you, um, and, and you know, you, you, you're not sure about engineering or you, you, you're not sure whether or not uh, engineering is for you, uh, it's not actually only for engineers, uh, I, I learned last night. Uh, there are many, many different other um, companies that are involved. And, and this, is, this is what I think is so impressive. You know, you hear about universities putting uh, people out into the world of work uh, that, that, that are skilled and ready to work in the world of work. Um, you, you, you mentioned Fabi yesterday, and you, or you, you mentioned Fabi earlier. Uh, one of the major things that, that, that in Engineering 4 is allowing people to do is it's allowing people to have access to one of the biggest timber companies in the, in the entire world. Uh, York Timbers is, 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 is one of the people who are involved at Engineering 4. And so not only are you going to be able to experiment on wood uh, and, 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 and deal with, with people like Fabi, and, and we know that Fabi's... Um, Fabi's stuff is, is, is very impressive, uh, some of the stuff that they do. But you're also going to be hands-on during your degree, be dealing with people who deal with timber on a daily basis and are building some of the most phenomenal structures in Africa and South Africa um, as a result. Exactly. And I think what's quite important in terms of what you said now is uh, firstly the involvement of private sector. Uh, if you look at the building over here, half this building was paid for by UP. The other half was paid by So, uh, and I mean, that's a major investment to make into a university. But then we got partners on like CSIR, who's uh, part of our laboratory, and very specifically York Timbers, yes. who became a partner late last year. And what's important in that regard is, again, one thing about York Timbers, and we think about trees, and you think, okay, the guys grow trees, and then you've got timber, and then you can build stuff. Yeah. But in this whole transdisciplinary view of the world, it actually starts with, again, Fabi and their partners looking at how to grow better trees, how to make a better plant that will become a better tree in 20 years' time. Yeah. And then us, together with our colleagues in chemical engineering, for instance, taking that timber and say, but listen, this is not just a tree and a piece of timber. If you treat it in different ways, if you break it up into its components, you can actually do so much more with the timber that you've got. So it, it changes the way that we look at materials. It changes the way that we use materials. And all of that supports things like, all of you have heard about sustainability. And sustainability can mean various things, but it also means making use of natural materials in the most effective way. Uh, so, again, it goes to this much bigger principle of let's work together, let's see how can we make the world a better place by understanding road building materials better, by understanding construction materials better, and by ensuring 
that uh, you guys, that the young engineers that are studying now and the ones that's coming to us, that you've actually got major challenges ahead of you still and major research and stuff to find out yeah. of how to still keep on making the world a better place. There's yeah. almost 8 billion people on Earth. We have to cater for each and every of them. Yeah, and, and I think what's so impressive for me, and this is something that, that, that I obviously feel very strongly about because I work in an industry where um, there is no such thing as going and studying radio. Uh, you, you, you can't really exactly. sit down and do a so, – so the practicality behind learning how to, how to physically do your job at a, at a tertiary level is, is very important to me. Professor Stain, thank you so much for, 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 for chatting to us today, and, and congratulations on, on such an extremely, extremely uh, uh, impressive – uh, feat that, that, that you and the University of Pretoria has, 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 has put together. Mike, it's a real good, uh, really a pleasure. And can I ask the, your listeners, if you go to up.ac.za forward slash ENG4, that's our website. And if you open it, you will see things like the IoT networks that we are running over here and some photos and images and history and so on. Guys, go and enjoy it. It's a, it's a really cool place to be at. Thank you very much, Mike. I appreciate it. Thank you very much, Professor Stan.